Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. What you doing? Hello, friends. Welcome to Co-Parenting, your Thrive Guide podcast. As you know, my name is Deborah Lene, and I am the host of the podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining me again this week. I hope that you all had a wonderful July 4th and that this July 4th you were able to celebrate with friends and family. And, uh, you know, last year we didn't get to do that because of COVID. So I hope everyone had a wonderful July 4th. I have been asked so many times, like, this co-parenting thing that you're doing, this podcast, this co-parenting, what is, some people, especially a little older people, say, really, what is co-parenting, right? What is that? Like, how do you do it? What do you, what is the co-parenting thing? I wanted to talk about what co-parenting is not. And I think I can sum it up by saying that co-parenting is not easy, right? And it's not for someone who isn't really committed to doing what's best for their kids. And I think parenting in general is no cakewalk, right? And when you add up the stress of raising a child and then add into it a divorce or a separation, it's a situation that is filled with lots of tension and disagreements. And in all and everything I talk about in terms of co-parenting, great communication is key. And putting the sole focus on the children rather than on ourselves or your ex or whatever is the first step towards ensuring success. So co-parenting isn't, isn't easy. But I believe that it's really, really worth the extra effort for the health and the well-being of our children. Co-parenting is 100% not about you. Nor is it about the other parent, nor is it about why the relationship didn't work, or whose fault it was, or what they did or didn't do. Co-parenting is about two people coming together to provide warmth, the attention, the security for their children that is a cornerstone of great parenting. Agree with your ex that disparaging one another in front of the kids is not allowed. And to speak disrespectfully about the other parent is strictly forbidden. And never, ever, ever should the children be forced to take sides when there is a disagreement. And I know that when you're in the midst of turmoil and disagreements, it's easy to do. I know. And I've done it. But my goal and my aim is always to be positive about the other parent because regardless, you know, I I said that I told Bree one time, you know, regardless of how I feel about Ava's father at any point in time, if something were to happen to me, he's going to raise her. Really, if you think about it in terms of of that, it is just really important to really try to keep the focus on the kids and the well-being of the kids. Co-parenting is not turbulent. I think that if you work with your ex on a detailed co-parenting plan for raising your kids, 
that focuses on having consistent rules, bedtimes, curfews, screen times, whatever it is, disciplinary practices or expectations for performance at school, etc. That the more consistent the routine can be in the homes, the better. And I think that there is research that to improve parenting includes things such as praising our children, understanding, you know, the stages of development that they're going through and spending time with them and being able to let the little things go because maybe it just doesn't matter, right? Co-parenting is not a competition. This is not your time, my time, the other co-parent's time to shine as the fun parent or the favorite parent, nor as the best friend parent. And I think that it can be easy for guilt to get the better of us, right? Like, oh, I want to give them that because of whatever. And for your children to play on your emotions, which the kids will do because, you know, it's innate within them. And it can cause us to overindulge their material wants or allows them to wiggle out of responsibilities like chores or schoolwork or whatever. And it might feel good in the short term to do that. But in the long run, it isn't helping you and it isn't helping the children. Co-parenting is not 50-50. It's not. What is best for your child might not always equate to a 50-50 split between the parents. If one parent, say one parent travels frequently, right, it might make more sense for the child to spend more time with the other parent. So for instance, if your ex has always taken the kids to their sport practices, don't nix it just because it is your weekend or it is your time or it is your weekday time. Talk to your children and then consider that their feelings matter. And remember, again, that it's not about you. The other thing co-parenting is not, it, it is not always comfortable. You can have some really awkward moments. Um, a divorce or, you know, a separation is very emotional and can be so sensitive for everyone involved. And, of course, there's hurt feelings. I know when Sim and I split up, I was very angry and very hurt. And there were times where I'm like, I'm just gonna stick it to him. Like I am gonna go, I'm gonna ask the court for this and this and this and this. But I didn't. I tempered my feelings. I journaled a lot. For those of you that know me, I I journaled a lot. And I feel like that in those hurt feelings and the feelings of anger and hostility, work them out with a counselor or a professional, which I've had on and off my whole adult life. And don't deal with them with your ex or matters relating to the kids when the kids are there. It's just not important. And it's hard to do. Yes. So that makes you uncomfortable, right? Because Everybody wants to be heard and you might have a million reasons why that he's horrible or she's horrible. But I think that if you adapt a business-like tone in your communication and conversation, especially I would say that in the beginning when you're first going through a divorce or separation, it is 
so hard. And if you learn to keep it professional, like you're talking to someone at work, um, it makes it easier. And then eventually, the pain gets less. Time has a way of healing things. And so when you're in those really difficult, hurtful times, make sure you communicate frequently. And you document all the decisions you make together about the children. Share information related to the kids, doctor's appointments, whatever's coming up. Is there an important event at school or whatever? Don't hoard information thinking it will make you a hero, right? Because it will not. A superhero is identified by his or her superhuman powers. And in this case, it is going to be your power to stay in control of your emotions for the sake of the children. And I know it's hard. Trust me, I know. But if you can make decisions from a place of empathy, from a place of love, from a place of peace, it will go a long ways towards a more peaceful life. And I think parents who are separated or divorced or were never together in the first place must communicate with each other regarding their children. As I said, originally, good communication is key to positive co-parenting environment. So just to give you a recap, what co-parenting is not, it is not easy. It is not about you. It is not turbulent and doesn't have to be turbulent, right? You guys can do it together. Co-parenting is not a competition. You are not in a competition with your parents. And co-parenting is not always about 50-50 because what works for your family might not work for another. And remember, don't compare. Comparison is a joy killer. That's my mantra. I have it up in my bedroom. (laughs) Just a little side note. But in co-parenting is not always comfortable. You're not always going to be comfortable. So when people ask you, what co-parenting is to you, you can say, well, I might not know what it is, right? Because it's kind of this ever-changing thing of what comes up in the family and you have to deal with it, but you can tell them what it is not. I hope that these few little tidbits of what co-parenting is not has been helpful and I hope that you all have a wonderful week. I look forward to sharing with you next week. Have a great week. Hey, mamas, thank you so much for joining me again today on Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. You can download your free Thrive Guide on my website at DebraLanae.com. If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to rate and review me wherever you get your podcast. It really goes in supporting the podcast and I would really appreciate your feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear from you. My new podcast comes out every Monday, so please join me next Monday. Until next time, I am Deborah Linnae, and remember for this week to lead your conversations with honesty, clarity, and love, and always give grace extended.